Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. SAP implementations are notorious for their high failure rates, and SAP S4 HANA implementations are no different. But why exactly is it that SAP projects fail, and what is it we can do to avoid those failures? That's what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And one of the most commonly implemented ERP systems in the market and amongst our client base here at Third Stage is SAP S4 HANA. In fact, as SAP sunsets their legacy customers off of VCC and migrates more and more of them to S4 HANA, we're finding that more and more organizations throughout the world are implementing S4 HANA. And throughout my career, I've been involved with SAP implementations from the start. It was the first ERP system that I ever learned was SAP back in the late 90s. Over the years, I've not only been involved with different types of ERP implementations involving SAP, but I've also been an expert witness for SAP implementation failures. So what I want to do today is talk about some of the common themes we see in failed SAP S4 HANA implementations, and more importantly, talk about the things you can do and your project team can do to avoid those same failure points. And before I dive into these five different topics I'm gonna to cover here today, I encourage you to also download our guide to a successful S4 HANA implementation. And it's a white paper that we wrote to help people that are going through S4 HANA implementations to give them some best practices, tips, and lessons learned from other organizations that we've helped through their S4 HANA implementations over recent years. So I encourage you to download that via the links below. One of the primary root causes of why S4 HANA implementations so commonly fail is the fact that S4 HANA is a complex product. I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way. It's not a bad thing on the surface, but what the complexity does is it creates implementation challenges. But first, let's talk about what I mean by complexity. When I say S4 HANA is a complex product, what I mean is it's a very broad and expansive product. A lot of organizations pick S4 HANA because it can do so much. A lot of larger organizations, diversified global organizations, pick S4 HANA because the software can handle their diverse and scalable business needs. So it's generally a good thing that SAP S4 HANA is so complex, but when it comes to implementation, it escalates the risk. And the reason for this is because so much of SAP is integrated with other parts of the business. So, for example, if you make one change to one part of the business or one part of the software, it's going to affect other parts of the configuration and the design and deployment of the software as well. So the complexity of the software is something that is just hard for a lot of organizations to get their heads around. Even in situations where the organization is migrating from a legacy SAP product, it's still a big jump and it's still, in many cases, more complex than they're used to. So it's important to recognize that SAP is a complex product. It takes a lot of time to define how these different end-to-end -end business processes are gonna to tie together, how the modules will be configured, how the integration is gonna work, how we're gonna make sure we test the system to ensure that that integration and that complexity is being dealt with. So you just wanna make sure that during your implementation, you account for that complexity and you ensure that you have the right project governance and resource allocations to ensure that you can mitigate the risk of that complexity. 
Another root cause of why S4HANA implementations so commonly fail is the relative rigidity of the product. And again, this isn't necessarily a bad thing, even though the word rigidity oftentimes has a negative connotation, oftentimes, or more often than not, organizations that are deploying S4HANA are doing it because they want to deploy a standard set of operating tools and business processes. So that's what they're buying is that rigidity. They want a software that can standardize business processes and drive a common operating model and drive consistency throughout the organization. But the problem during implementation is that it ends up being a shock to the system. It ends up creating a lot of culture shock, creates operational shock in many cases, because you can't simply replicate necessarily what you've been doing in your legacy system within S4HANA. S4HANA has a set of common business processes and workflows, and either it works for your business or it doesn't. So oftentimes what that does is that relative rigidity creates a painful trade-off that needs to be made. Either we're going to customize the software, which creates a whole other set of risks and complexities in our implementation, or we can just force the business to adapt to the way that the software was built. And neither one is a perfect answer, neither one is easy. They're both painful in different ways, but the problem is many organizations don't plan for that, and they don't plan for the implications of that. And I'm gonna come back to the point of change management here later in this video, so be sure to stick around because that is one way you can mitigate some of the risks of the rigidity of S4 HANA. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. Another reason why S4HANA projects so commonly fail is because organizations don't have a good handle on what the real total cost of ownership is going to be for their implementation and for their ongoing support of the product. So in other words, oftentimes organizations sign a contract to license a certain amount of S4HANA and either they don't realize what they're getting themselves into on the surface with that contract and or they realize later in the implementation that they didn't buy enough modules or there's additional modules that they're going to need because they didn't do enough vetting of the core product to understand what the strengths and weaknesses of the product are. I mentioned before the rigidity of the product as well. So the fact that S4HANA is relatively rigid and standard means that there's costs associated with that. So that trade-off I described in terms of choosing between changing the business to fit the software or changing the software to fit the business, that takes additional time and money. And oftentimes organizations don't account for that additional time and money, which is why so many projects go over budget and take more time than expected. So one of the most important things you can do to overcome and mitigate this challenge and this risk is during the implementation planning phase or the phase zero, the pre-implementation of S4HANA, you really want to take the time to really vet out and fully understand where the gaps are in the product, what the decisions that need to be made around, are we going to change the software or change the business to fit each other's needs? 
make sure that we understand what exactly we're buying, what exactly are we contracting for, and make sure we negotiate a deal that doesn't lock us into higher cost structures later on. Those are just a few of things you can do to ensure that you're avoiding this issue of higher total cost of ownership than you might expect. One other hidden cost to be aware of with S4HANA implementations is the ongoing internal IT support. So when you think about the skill sets and the competencies and the roles you're gonna to need to support the S4HANA product, you wanna make sure you have a clear vision for that as well. And that's something else you can do during this pre-implementation phase of your SAP S4HANA implementation. Another reason why S4HANA implementations so commonly fail is because the organizations implementing the product don't have effective program management in place to ensure they've got the right project governance and controls to avoid some of the problems we've talked about. What they do instead is they hire a system integrator or an implementation partner or maybe SAP professional services to come in and do the implementation for them. But you have to remember they have a conflicting self-interest that would suggest that the longer the project takes, and the more billable hours it takes for them to deploy technology within your organization, they're gonna be more profitable, but that hurts you as an organization. Add to the fact that the technical work stream that SAP and their implementation partners typically provide are just one work stream within a broader program, they're not the right party to be managing the overall program management. They can manage the technical work stream, but you still need program management to manage that overarching overall program. They would include things like process improvement and organizational change management, architecture, data migration, integration, all that stuff that falls outside the realm of S4HANA technical implementations. So making sure that you have your own internal PMO or program management, or at least some sort of third-party program management support is something that can help mitigate that risk. And by the way, our team at Third Stage Consulting oftentimes provides S4HANA project teams with that program management expertise and capability so that you can have ownership and control of the project and you can put some of these guardrails in place via project governance and controls. Finally, and perhaps most importantly, organizations often fail in their S4HANA implementations because they don't manage organizational change well. We talked about how S4HANA as a product is relatively rigid, it's relatively complex, and that leads to a lot of organizational change management issues especially if you haven't used an SAP product in the past, implementing S4HANA can be somewhat of a culture shock to the organization. It creates a whole new set of technologies and tools you need to use, but it also impacts your culture. It impacts your operations. The way you've done business in the past is now being disrupted for better or for worse. So you need to make sure that you have effective organizational change management in place to be successful in an S4HANA implementation. And the problem is, is that SAP as a software vendor and SAP's implementation partners and system integrators typically don't do change management. They say they do, but what they really do is basic training and end user training for using the product. That's not change management. That's a small component of change management, but there's a lot more to it. And rather than dive into what change management is for S4HANA implementations in this video, I can refer you to another video on my YouTube channel, which you can find right here, that talks about SAP S4HANA change management strategies to make your S4HANA implementation more successful. So I encourage you to check out that video if you wanna dive more into what makes an SAP S4HANA change management program more effective. So I hope this has provided you some guidance and understanding of why S4HANA projects fail and some of the things you should think about and your project team should think about as you embark on your S4HANA transformation journey. For more information and best practices on how to make your S4HANA implementation successful, 
I encourage you to download our guide to a successful S4 HANA implementation. It's an extensive guide that provides you tips and best practices and lessons learned on how to make your S4 HANA implementation successful, as well as warning you of some of the pitfalls and risks that other organizations have experienced while deploying S4 HANA. So I encourage you to check that out, as well as other SAP-related resources in the links below. So I hope you found this information useful, and hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.